A very special episode of the Pitch Podcast. Normally we do a match preview. It's Jared Walsh here, Adelaide United family, but we thought we would do a little bit of a World Cup preview because your Socceroos are off to Qatar and someone who is on the plane with them. We are very excited about that. Ten matches, one goal. Oh, Craig Goodwin, our skipper. Congratulations, mate. How are you feeling? You're sitting in your um, playing shirt at the moment. You've just done a press conference. Has it sunk in yet? Yeah, I think so um, to some extent, but there's still so much to do before I go in terms of uh, little things around the house, but then obviously the, the big game um, against Melbourne Victory on Friday. So um, I don't think it's entirely sunk in and it probably won't until I'm, I'm actually there with the team and, and training and, and then experiencing the whole thing. So it, it has sunk in to some extent, but I think it's still a bit to go. How does it happen? So... Correct me if I'm wrong, does Arnie block out a whole day and he just calls everybody who was in contention and tells them that you're in or you're out? What was your experience of finding out like? Um, I think that's how it would, would go to, to some extent. Um, I can respect and understand that for um, Graham Arnold, it would have been an extremely difficult um, thing um, to do to pick that squad and obviously um, – He's a, a very good man manager and he has a good relationship with the players as well. So that would have been a difficult task for him. Um, but for me, my experience was I was waiting up. Um, I was waiting up and it was probably got to about 10.30 and I was waiting for a phone call and I thought, bugger this, I'm, I'm going to sleep. And then I woke up in, in the morning um, to the message on my phone from the team manager um, saying that congratulations, I'd, I'd made the squad. Um, so it was... I think a really joyous, really joyous moment. I think Caitlin was definitely just as excited as, as I was. Um, and then Graham Arnold uh, rang me that night um, to speak to me and, and to congratulate me and then obviously spoke about um, mainly that uh, congratulations for being there, but it's, it's, not, um, it's not about participating. And that's a big message that he's trying to, she's trying to uh, send to the group and, and to the country that it's not about being there and participating. He believes that we have the ability to do something special at this World Cup and we don't just want to be participants. We want to be, um, you know, trying to progress past the group stage and, and doing um, as good as we possibly can. You know, some would say it's a difficult task, but a lot of people wrote us off to even get to the World Cup in the first place and, and we were able to get, get there. Um, and I believe in, in the squad that we have and I think that we have um, the potential to do something special. Was there any moment where you thought you weren't going to get that call? Because a lot's happened over the past few months. Injury, I even in the Perth Glory game here at Cooper Stadium, I saw you go down at that southern end at one part of the game and I thought, good, he's in trouble here. And thankfully you got up because surely that's been playing on your mind a little bit in the, I guess, rushed preparation to get to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily recently I had those thoughts, um, but definitely probably around the time when they picked the squad for the New Zealand games. And and at that point, I still wasn't even on the pitch training yet. And, you know, I, I had one week pre-season. Um, so I was running that week before um, the first week of uh, – in the build-up to the first game against Wellington. I was running that week before and then literally laced up the boots uh, that week of um, – I'd done a lot of work in the gym and, and on the assault bike and, and all the conditioning sessions to put myself in a good position and did as much as I could um, from that. But knowing that I hadn't 
kicked the ball for essentially, um, you know, three, four months since I literally took that, that, the penalty against um, Peru. I hadn't kicked the ball. So there was a part of me thinking, like, this might be too late here. I might have left this too late. So to be able to, I think, um, I guess, start the season um, as well as I have has been um, really rewarding. For that, I have the, the medical team to thank massively and obviously the, the coaching staff as well for, for putting me in, um, perhaps a little bit underdone. Um, thankfully, I feel like I've been able to contribute as much as I can for the team. But for the most part, I will pay credit to, to Sam Townsley, Colin and Justin, um, the medical team, for the work that they've done and, and what they've done to help me get in a good physical condition to be playing games by the start of the year because if I wasn't then I wouldn't be in the position I am. Must be pretty rewarding as well to have scored a few goals already in this A-League men's campaign because that's the advantage of having the season where it is leading up to a World Cup to show um, current form. You know, you look through the squad and I think it's really pleasing to to see the likes of Garen Quall, who's in the A-League men's competition, Matthew Leckie, Jamie McLaren, Andrew Redmayne, Danny Vukovic, um, yourself, obviously, we continue on to Jason Cummings as well. Um, there's a lot of A-League men's representatives there, which is not only a great sign of the league developing players who are Socceroos calibre players, but also they're all performing right now and you need to pick players who are in form currently. Uh, and I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I think to some extent, sometimes it, when you do play for a European club um, or a bigger club, um, abroad, it's perhaps a little bit easier to get picked because you are playing in a, in a higher competition and and it's got a bigger reputation. Um, so for players that are playing in Australia, I think the hardest thing is is you have to be performing, you have to be contributing, and you have to be one of the best players in the competition. And so for all those players on on that list, that's that's essentially what they're doing and, and putting their face out there and you know contributing massively to their teams and. It's credit to, I guess, the, the quality of those players and the quality um, that the A-League is getting to um, in having, you know, what, is it seven or eight players um, in the Socceroos squad going to the World Cup. So what's the process now? You jump on a plane soon enough and then it's a long flight. From, do you go direct Adelaide to Doha? Yeah, it's direct. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's like a 14-hour flight. And then do you just load up your tablet or your phone with movies? Do you take a little Nintendo Switch or something with you? Talk us through your, your journey. Um, so my flight's at 10.20 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully I'll, I'll probably try to have a sleep for a little bit and hopefully get through the first half of the flight with that. Um, and yeah, I guess it's just having, having I guess, some TV shows downloaded and, and stuff like that. They have the, the service on the plane there. Um, but for me, it's just trying to relax and unwind um, and then trying to prepare myself mentally for when I hit the ground there. Do you get a moment that knowing that you're going to play the, the previous champs in France, you get Denmark and Tunisia, that you're going to be playing alongside some of the best players in the world? Is it hard at times to separate that? You see them as your opponent and obviously at the end of the match, you can go, wow, it's this calibre player. Like, When do you need to flick that switch to go, today you're my opponent, but I'll reflect later on in life and go, wow, i got to play against you? I think that's exactly it. Um, I find that's easier to do as you get a bit older. I think when you're younger, you do get caught up in, in the aura of perhaps the opposition and the players you're coming up against. So... Um, for me, I, I know that I can prepare myself mentally to know that 
at the end of the day, it's, it is cliche, but it's 11 against 11. And that's the way we have to look at it. We have to do the analysis on them, look at where we can break them down and, and what their strengths are and how we can nullify that. I think, obviously, it is a big game, that first one against France. And um, I think that the big thing as well is, you know, that every game is going to be a tough game. Every game that's made it to the World Cup has made it there because they deserve it and because they're a quality team. So even the games against Denmark and Tunisia are going to be really tough. But we know that we're a good team as well. And if we can play um, the way we want to and, and everyone be um, at their best, then we have the potential to do something. Are you a spiritual person? Everyone talks about the curse of the World Cup and that could impact France because they obviously won the last World Cup and now all these injuries are hitting them. There almost seems to be something spiritual about it's a really good time to get them. Um, yeah, perhaps it could be a good time to get them. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm that spiritual um, as such. I'm quite superstitious, um, but... I do think it is probably a good time to get France, but having said that, you can't just go into the game thinking, oh, we've got them at a, at a great time. You know, they are a top-quality side for a reason. They've got probably um, three players in every position that could compete mm. um, at the World Cup. So it's going to be a tough game, but at the same time, like I said, we have to look at where they are vulnerable and, and the places that we can hurt them um, because at, at the end of the day, they're, they are just like us they are just players they are just human beings and i think we have enough quality in, in our side as tough as it can be i think we have enough quality to do something one of the things that i wanted to share with you i was contacted by fifa because i'm going over to mc the socceroos games and the focus is to make the matches feel like socceroos matches so even the music that you hear at those matches will be themed to suit the players and the australian fans as well yeah which i think is really special because they want to they want to make you feel at home. Yeah. Have you played in one of these air-conditioned venues before? Yeah, so the games um, we played for the qualifiers were in the air-conditioned Are stadiums. they cold? Um, uh, it's going to be interesting because when we played there for the qualifiers, it was summer, and now it's going to be winter when we're playing there. So Isaias has said that it's going to be much cooler and you perhaps won't even use the air-conditioned stadiums. Really? Yeah. Much so cooler? It's like 36 degrees there at the moment. <laughs> Oh, that was Isaias' opinion, so you'll have to ask him. I think – I'm pretty sure they've set it to around 18 to 20 degrees. Okay. So it could be one where for a supporter or maybe yourself, I think you'd be fine in a shirt, but maybe just have a jacket there just in case. I hate the hot weather so much. I'm <laughs> going to be sweating out of everything. And you've got the breathable Socceroo shirt on. Okay, uh, let's ask a couple of questions. Andrea, who is a huge Adelaide United fan, um, is your wife and son heading across? Yes, they are. Um, obviously, it's going to be, I think, a really proud moment. I'm so happy that they are making the trip across um, to, to be there and, and to watch. And, and hopefully, I'll be able to make it really memorable um, with having them in the stands. Even though you are seeing them as your opposition, three players from the three countries we face in the group stages, whose shirts are you grabbing? Um, so one from each side. I'm not actually sure. I would probably Tunisia. I'm not sure. I'll have mm -hmm. to. I'll have to see. I like to. Sometimes when I'm in the game, I, I like to swap shirts with who in the game has impressed me. Yep. Sometimes, so I think it it might be one of those that, um, you know, for me personally, I'll have. I like to have meaning on it. Yeah. Um, and anyone from France? Yeah, you'd have to see your big names. I guess they got big names all over the park, don't they? Probably Benzema, Benzema, Mbappe. 
pretty unreal when yeah. you just say those names. Um, yeah. Having a look at the squad, I wanted to shout out Riley McGree, former Adelaide United player, aware mobile, which is, is great to see. I guess the other thing for you is that um, you're going to have familiarity with some of these boys as well that you know. There's, I, I think there'd be nothing worse than rocking up to, to camp um, a few days before your first game and going, I don't know you, therefore I need to earn your trust and stuff. So it seems like there's a fair bit of connection already. There are certainly players that would be disappointed to have missed out. You think of the impact of someone like Tommy Rogic or Trent Sainsbury. Um, I feel like as a nation and when it comes to the Socceroos, the next generation's coming through. And you're definitely part of that. And we couldn't be more proud as, as Adelaide United, but also personally, mate. It's something that you'll look back on and, and as you said, not just be a participant. You can go and make a real impact. And I'm sure your family's really proud of you as well as we wrap up. Have they, have they shared, you know, that pride yet? Or is this something that, um, they'll do when they're over there and reflect on this? Um, yeah, I think I've seen over the last couple of days, um, the way that my family has reacted shows me the support that they have um, and the fact that um, Caitlin and Ezra are coming over. Um, Caitlin's mum will, will come over as well to, to help um, a bit with Ezra's side, but obviously they're to support me too. Um, my mate David is coming over and my dad as well will, will make the trip. So it's nice to know that I'll have... Are they um, loud? Are they loud supporters? I know your dad is, but is David? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to get arrested, is he? My dad's definitely loud. Um uh, David is probably more subdued, but I think being at the World Cup, I think he'd get a bit loud. He'll go off, yeah. 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 That's the thing. I'm thinking of just wearing Adelaide United gear or stuff because I've never been over there before and I want to experience everything. But I also like the fact that I'm going to bump into Adelaide United fans. Like, I reckon yeah. that's really cool. That's the good thing about World Cups as well. So um, all the best, mate. We will speak to you when you get back. Uh, hopefully it's getting through that group stage and continuing on as well and um, continue doing yourself and your family proud. And, of course, we'll all be watching. So it's amazing to say Craig Goodwin, Socceroo, all the best, and thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, Jared.